0: Got over money, time ticket. my time ticket I ain't even had fries with the Popeye chicken. I ain't even had sides, I was high five licking at the crib on the couch with the Wi-Fi tripping. I- what up, what up? It's your boy, Marcel Hall. Thank you for tuning in to the Hallway Podcast. As usual, we talk about sports, hip-hop, life, kingdom, you name it. Whatever's going on in the news, we talk about it. Today, we are going to go ahead and give you our NBA playoff predictions. NBA playoffs start today, and we're excited about that. And we're going to go ahead and let you know what's going down, what's going to happen. And so here are our predictions. I'm not a prophet, but here's what's going to happen. All right. And so let's go ahead and uh, let's state the obvious. It's different this year. No home court advantage. No fans, no travel, none of that stuff. And so that changes the game in many, many ways for these playoffs because the role players usually shine at home while the stars win the road games, right? That's the cliche you always hear. Role players, role players at home, star players win on the road, but all that's gone. No travel, no road game. There is no home court advantage. And so in many ways, what's exciting to me, what's always been exciting about this is we're really going to see the best of of, of the teams this year. We're going to see the best of the players. We're going to see the best of the teams because they've had a huge hiatus. They've had time to rest. And now we get them fresh as opposed to coming off an 82-game season. But then also – there's no travel, so we don't have to worry about people being tired from travel, this, that, and the third. And so we're going to see the best of the players. But also, what's going to happen? It's almost like playing, you know, at the local park or your LA Fitness because the other factors are removed. So now you just get real ball. You, you you you're playing. You don't have the music in the same way. The crowd isn't yelling in the same way. And so the intensity of the moment is still there. However, it's tempered, to say the least, because you have no noise at the free throw line, right? You have no noise at the free throw line. The magnitude of the moment isn't as big. Role players can step up now. And I think many guys now would not fail in the pressure moments because that's the thing. That That's what changes all of this, is that the pressure moments are no longer as big as they have traditionally been. So that means guys who might buckle under the pressure will no longer feel that and therefore be able to execute. So this is what makes it really intriguing. The best players, the best teams. I think you're going to get the best of everything because of this situation. And that's what's exciting. But I would say this In many ways, or in some ways, you can argue that you aren't going to get the best because pressure is what separates the legends from the great, right? That's in the regular format, the pressure, the winning on the road, all those factors really go from being great to legendary status. And so I believe with this series here, with all these playoffs here, you won't get as many upsets. Because the home courts usually help the underdogs win a game or two. So, like, you know you're going to Portland. You know you're probably going to lose a game or two because of the home court advantage there is it, it, historic. However, you remove all that now. So, all these underdogs, they better bring their A game. And they're they're less intimidated because they don't have to go on the road. However... They're the underdog for a reason. They are the lesser team. And so I don't think that you're going to see as many upsets. I do think you will see very close games, a lot more closer games than the blowouts. But I don't think you're going to see as many upsets as far as victories or even series wins this year. And so obviously this is different. But I do believe that in many ways the better teams will win. So let's go ahead and let's 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 get into it. So in the East, we're going to start off with the Bucks versus the Orlando Magic. Uh, I think this is going to actually be a close series in the sense that the games are going to be close, but the Bucks in five. Okay, now before the bubble. Before COVID-19, I, I, I think most of us would have said the Bucks sweep uh, the Magic. However, they haven't been playing well uh, in the bubble, all right? So let's go on over. So we're going to again say the Bucks in five. Wouldn't be surprised if they sweep them, though. Let's go on over to the Toronto Raptors versus the Brooklyn Nets. I think this one is simple and easy. Raptors sweep. I don't think it's going to be close as far as uh, the, I think there will be a couple close games possibly, but the Raptors are going to sweep. The Nets are missing players, obviously, but here's the thing. The Raptors are nice. I didn't think they were going to be that good this year. I thought maybe six, seven seed in the East, which isn't saying much, but they're a lot better than expected. And I think they have a real shot out of coming out of the East. I don't think they're going to win the title, but they have a real shot. Coming out of the East next series. Let's go on over to the Boston Celtics versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, This is exciting. Kind of classic East coast, East match with the, with the history of the Celtics and the 76ers. Uh, I actually think this is going to be a closer matchup than most people think. I know Ben Simmons is out, but the 76ers did win the regular season matchup three games to one. And here's the thing. Embiid, He can dominate, and I think he's going to dominate and win a couple of games just by himself. They have nobody for him, nobody that can stop Embiid. However, I don't trust Embiid to stay either healthy, yeah, I can see him getting hurt again, or I can see him losing focus. And keeping his foot off the pedal. That man should dominate every time he goes on the court. But for some reason, he gets caught up in trying to be uh, this this new age, modern big man. And wants to shoot outside shots. And, and takes his foot off the pedal. And that actually produces uh, losses for them. So, uh, I think that Embiid will dominate. But I don't trust him enough to win a series by himself right now. And I do think that the Celtics have more scoring. And they have better coaching. And so they've also been there. I think they're hungry, and I think they have a, a you know a nice squad. Even though they're a small squad, I think they're nice. But I will say this, even without Ben Simmons, I think the series goes seven games. Celtics win in seven. Celtics win in seven. But to be honest, I wouldn't be shocked if the 76ers found a way to upset. They're not going to, but I wouldn't be shocked if they did. Last matchup in the East in the first round, we had the Indiana Pacers versus the Miami Heat. Shout out to my boy, George Sedano. I know he loves the Miami Heat. Now, I believe this is going to be another close series. I believe in the East, you have a lot of close series. And I believe this is going to be very close here. Everybody's looking forward to the TJ Warren versus Jimmy Buckets matchup. People know me, know I love Jimmy Buckets, and, and so I'm a fan of his, and I think he will get the edge. He's a better player. I don't think that's even arguable, uh, even though T.J. Warren has been balling since he, since the bubble started. But Jimmy Buckets is, to me, one of the top 15 uh, players in the NBA. I think Indiana has, an overall, a good squad. They surprised me the last several years. They keep surprising me, like, man, they're, they're better than I thought. And so they have a good squad. However, Miami is a surprise team. Nobody expected Miami to be this good this early. A lot of young players that are doing well. If there was a home court advantage, I would pick the Pacers in seven. However, with no home court advantage, I'm saying Jimmy G and Eric Spoltra, Eric Spoltra, they get the edge and the Heat win in seven. Again, with no being in the bubble, no real home court advantage, I say the Heat in seven. Now let's go on over to the west side. Let's go over to the west Lakers versus Blazers. Many people, especially out here in Los Angeles, are talking about this series, obviously. And I'm just baffled as to how many people think the Blazers are going to give the Lakers a, a legitimate run here. And some people are very concerned about them facing the Blazers. And some people think the Blazers have a legitimate shot at of ending the Lakers. I'm not sure why. I I don't get that. I I don't understand. I've been watching basketball for too long. And I look at the Lakers and look at the Blazers. And in the bubble, outside the bubble, no matter what, Lakers have a better team. And Lakers, yeah, they might not be able to stop Damian Lillard, but nobody can. And they have nobody for Anthony Davis, and they have nobody for LeBron James. And so, love, love, love Damian, Damian Lillard. One of my favorite players. And he's balling right now. However, Portland doesn't have enough. I know Carmelo has a resurgence and uh uh the, you know they have some nice pieces, but they don't have enough. I don't know why people keep knocking the Lakers squad every time they lose and y'all know me, I'm not a Lakers fan. But the Lakers have a squad even without Rondo and Bradley. Lakers have a squad. That doesn't mean they're gonna win it all. But they have a squad. I, I still think they're the them and the Clippers are the favorites to win it. And so I think the Lakers win in five. I think Portland, Lillard's able to get a good game, and maybe LeBron or Anthony Davis has an off day. But I think they're close games. I definitely think every game is going to be close. However, the Lakers win in five and dominate the series. Let's go over to the other L.A. team and the Clippers, taking on the Dallas Mavericks. And the Mavericks, I've been saying this since last year, are scary. People didn't think they were going to be as good. I told people, man, they got the two best white guys in the league, right? Well, no, 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 my boy over in Denver, but they have they they have some ballers, all right. And so uh, the Mavs are scary, but they aren't seasoned. And, and you know in sports, especially in the NBA, every team and every great player needs to go through the process. You can't j- jump. You can't skip the process. There's no way to speed it up. You have to go through the process of learning the difference between regular season and postseason ball. And you need to lose. It happens to all the great players, uh, except for you know Wade won in his second year, but he had Shaq, who had been there, and Pat Riley. You have uh, Magic, but what happened, again, He had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on his team. And so everybody has to go through the growing pains. And this is the first time for the Mavericks stars to be in the playoffs. Now, the bubble, I believe, helps them with that. Because I think if without the bubble, I think the Mavs only win one game. However, I'm I'm giving them a shot to make this a series. And, And that's partly because the Clippers... They're legit. We all know that. They're going to turn it on. I think they're going to be a a better squad in the playoffs than they were in the regular season. However, the Clippers tend to lose a little focus. We've seen that from them this year. And I think it's going to be a closer series than than it would have been. However, the Clippers in six. Clippers probably get at least one blowout, but Clippers in six. Let's go on over to the Nuggets and the Jazz. This is a pretty equally matched team, although I believe the Nuggets – uh, definitely have more talent than the Jazz when you look at the full roster, especially the way uh, the, the the young man uh, has been coming on lately for the Nuggets there. But the Jazz are a gritty, well-coached team. I believe they have chips on their shoulders from their coach to several of their players. Even Mitchell uh, kind of came in underrated and looked over, uh, you know, so several of their players. So they play hard and they're not afraid of anybody especially again being in the bubble, I think that helps them. But as game 1 showed us as we just saw, they they need more than Donovan Mitchell. They need more than him. And I know Mike Conley's coming back, but Conley's not enough in order to to uh up in the Nuggets in this. And so, I believe every game will be close. I don't think they will have one blowout. And I think it's going to go 6 now, if there was no bubble, I'd say go seven. But I think the Nuggets again have by far the uh, better roster, and I think that they uh, they win the game. Uh, they win the series. Excuse me, in six. So I'm saying Denver in six. Let's go on over to the Houston Rockets versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, several people are giving the Thunder a chance, and I, this is similar to the Lakers and the Blazers. I'm, I, don't, I don't quite get it. Now, I'll be honest with you, I haven't watched much. Of the thunder, and so i'm I'm just as shocked as many that they are even in the playoffs. uh Chris Paul has obviously resurrected his career, and so they're a good story, and that's all cute and nice and dandy and Look, I know Westbrook is hurt to start the the playoffs, but can you tell me two players on the Thunder besides Chris Paul and Stephen Adams? See, it took too long. You can't name two players on that squad, and so the fact that you can't name more than two players outside of the, their their clear uh, stars that they have there, and Adams and Paul there, means they don't have enough to beat the Houston Rockets team, even without Russell Westbrook, even without. Him. Because here's the thing. You can't tell me you believe that the Thunder can beat the Rockets four out of seven games. Four. Not one out of two. Not two out of three. No, 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 no. We're talking four out of seven games. You really believe that? No, you don't. No, you don't. And see, that's where you have to look at these series. When you look and you say, can they beat them four out of seven times? Not going to happen. And I know James Harden has low playoff numbers ever since his time with Oklahoma City. But the other guys usually step up and they're able to win these first round matchups in general. And so I definitely believe that the Rockets will win in six. I think the Thunder won a game or two. I mean, two games. However, I believe the Rockets actually have at least two blowouts. I believe two of their four wins will be blowouts. And so let's recap here for the hallway playoff predictions of the first round of the NBA. In the East, we have the Bucks, the Raptors, the Celtics, and the Heat winning their series. Then we have in the West, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, and the Rockets. Again, you're seeing not a lot of upsets because I believe, again, that the better teams will win in the bubble. Now, it helps the, these underdog teams in, in many ways to stay competitive in these series, but the better teams are going to win. And we all know the writing's on the wall. The inevitable will happen. The Lakers and the Clippers will have a showdown in the conference finals. That's what we all want. I believe that's what we all need. And that's going to happen. But I'll give you my second round picks once we get there. And so, again, I'm not a prophet, but your boy is telling you how it's going to happen. I'm your boy, Marcel Hall. Tune in to the next episode of the Hallway Podcast. It's official.